Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so glad that you could join us this morning. But before we get into it, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for the love and laughter that we have in our lives, Lord, and the joy that we have in your presence, God. We thank mm-hmm. you for the freedom that you give us, Lord, the liberty to serve and to worship you, Lord, and to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves as you gave us commandment, Lord. We thank you for to, for the time together in the word this morning, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness and your keeping of all that we commit to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. Amen. name, dead. Why are you smiling amen. like that? <laughs> and, uh, you guys are in rare form uh, mm-hmm. on this one, I, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's good to have fun. But, amen. And it's good to be in the word. So amen. welcome, everyone. It's glad to have you with us as we... Get into the word this morning. Continue our study in Ephesians. Yes, we're we're having lots of fun. And we're also talking about serious matters. But it's the word. And we should be able to have fun in it. Amen. Right? Yes. We should rejoice in the Lord and in the things of him. And just as we are learning lessons and being conformed to the image of Christ, we can have fun doing it. So. Amen. For the listeners and, and for all of us in this room, right? I would like to encourage you, if you're just joining us for the first time and or if you're rejoining us, to pause the episode, reading through Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 21, because that's what we're going to discuss here this morning or continue to discuss. And I just want to give you the opportunity to read that section of scripture and make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. So at this time, we're going to open up the floor, give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to each of you, and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Something that the Lord was showing me, he brought me to verse 18, that really drew my attention. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Which is interesting, and what the Lord had shown shown me, it wasn't just wine or alcoholic beverages, like, you know, drinking to excess, but it was also filling your life with things that don't reflect Him. The more that we practice sinning, and the more that we indulge in those um, fleshly lusts and desires, the more diluted we become in our walk with Christ, and the less um, clear our hearing is, if you will, um, our judgment, just like when you drink alcohol, uh, past past the reasonable limit the judgment is impaired all the body functions are subdued and they aren't functioning as well as they should be and that's the same thing that occurs and happens to us when we indulge in sin even for a small amount of time there's no acceptable amount of sin in anybody's life that's not what i'm saying but when you continually practice that iniquity is what that what that word is the continual practice of sin willfully and wittingly 
that brings impairment to our spiritual judgment so when we were once able to tell this is right and this is wrong now it becomes blurry not that god's standard changes not that what he said suddenly becomes wrong but our perception of it our understanding and processing of the information that's being presented to us is now subdued it's not as clear it's not as quick as god made it to function and as it's supposed to be so Mm -hmm. paul is giving instruction he's saying yes don't be don't drink wine to excess but also watch your spiritual walk watch the things that you're doing in secret if you will behind the closed doors of your bedroom when you think no one is looking because when we start making concessions, it's just a little sin. It's a little white lie. It's just a harmless little, you know, a story, a, a fairy tale or a fable. When we start making concessions for that, soon it'll become bigger. And if you give the devil an inch, he's going to try to take a mile. And not just a mile, he's going to take a million if you let him. And the more that you practice it, the less aware you become of his tactics. So once when you were quick to recognize, ah, that's a lie from the adversary, and you were able to cast it down as um second corinthians 10 tells us to cast down all the vain imagination and bring it into subjection to the authority of christ now he's able to come in with different lies and draw you away further and further from the truth of god so you're so snared and caught in the 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 tangles of sin and of lies from the adversary that you can't get out by yourself and you look up and you go how did i get here it's because you weren't paying attention so paul opened with first the section that we're reading in see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is which is a nice, long, eloquent way of saying, pay attention, get in line with, with, the, with the Lord, seek him while it's early, while he still may be found, ask him what his plan is for you, and for your life, and walk in it. Don't waste any more time, as you mentioned, Mama, mm-hmm. in, the, in previous episodes, sinning and going around the mulberry bush, the monkey chasing the weasel, get on with the work already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pay attention, that's a really good... Um example that you listed there Mm -hmm. someone when they are drunk or they've done drugs and they are high intoxicated they often wake up in a trash heap or you know in an alley or some at someone else's house or whatever and they go how did i get here they don't have any recollection or remembrance of the events that led them to that place of bondage or unfamiliarity wake up in jail well how am i here what happened and then you know, someone recounts to them all the things that they did while they were in this intoxicated state. And they sometimes can't believe it because it sounds so far-fetched or um, unrealistic that they would, you know, do the things that they did or cause the kind of trouble or harm or damage that they caused or make the decisions that they made that if they were of a clear mind, they would not have done, right? Yes. Um, And that they would be ashamed of doing with a clear mind Mm -hmm. but it also tells it was something that was down in their heart to begin with yes and the intoxication just gave them a venue or a a, an avenue to act out those things because they couldn't have done it with a straight face any other time so there's a a double-sidedness to that but when it comes to us uh, the word tells us not to be tangled again in bondage with the sin that we were once delivered from So if we don't pay attention 
to the adversary who's always trying to eat our lunch, always trying to draw us astray, always trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And if we give any ounce of opportunity to the flesh to indulge itself, soothe itself, partake of these sinful things that we just, you know, spent great time learning right from wrong, if we give opportunity to ourselves to um, dabble in that right or in that, I'm sorry, in that wrong behavior, the adversary who has no morals, who has no values, who has no limits, right? Has no uh, boundaries to go, oh, oh, don't touch that child. That's too much. No lines the enemy won't cross in order to get at you and violate you. Exactly. He will take any opportunity given to take you straight to hell to take whomever he he walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he's looking for the one who's dipping their toe in the pond of sin going i'll just do a little bit but i'll stop i'll just do it a little bit but i'll stop i'm only gonna do it once but then i'll stop he's looking for that person that's um secretly entertaining thoughts and ideas that are contrary to god so that he can put a lasso around them and ensnare them and pull them in to being entrapped and ensnared he has no qualms and he has no limitations on an age that he'll attack he has no limitations on any way anything he is a thief and a liar from the beginning so if you are sober and you understand that be sober-minded be vigilant thank you jesus don't think it's a game don't waste time don't give the devil any opportunity in your life and in order to shut the devil out of having opportunity you have to get sin out of your life you have to uh buffet your flesh you have to renew your mind you have to change your mindset from thinking sin is fun that that delusion that you persuaded yourself on you have to overturn that and put the truth there I remember we have a dear friend who told me he was telling us one day that sin is fun. Sin is fun. And um, not from a place of of um, promoting sin, but he was just saying like he had so much fun while he was doing it. But then one day we were talking and, you know, he would tell us stories about his life. And all the stories that he told were like, oh, my gosh, barely survived kind of stories that he limped out of. And he had much heartache over and many tears. But yet he had told himself he was having fun. And then the Holy spirit just, you know, had to stop him just and and talk about that for a second. Was it really fun having your car totaled? Was it really fun spending barely escaping with your life? Right. Having broken bones or broken relationships. Was it really fun? Whether it was yours or seeing that in others. Mm -hmm. Was it really fun having all your bank account emptied? money stolen. And these aren't things that are specific to his life per se. And these are just examples of the consequence of sin that some of them I've seen in my own life. Was it really fun? Was it really fun? Or did you just tell yourself that so that you could keep going? But the, so the reality is you just told yourself that so that you would keep going. And then you could try to sin a different way to see if now it's going to work out. And you trained yourself to laugh it off when mm. the pain and the hurt came, because I assure you it arose, it, it showed up. And you dismissed it and didn't make the connection that sin is causing all this in my life. So then that's how the enemy kept you deluded or dissipated. So that um, you would not go, I don't have any more desire for sin. Had enough. 
been there, done that, seen it. Don't want the t-shirt. I need to, I need to go find Jesus and stick to him. So, um, Le Charles or Le Charles, go ahead, sweetie. Well, as you were speaking, mommy, and as you were speaking as well, Lou, you're talking about how the wine that he's talking about is not, Paul is talking about is not the literal wine. And the Lord brought me to various scriptures. Um, Isaiah and Revelation being two prominent one where he says, mix them a double portion of their drink and they're good at drinking. Um, we see that specifically in Revelation <laughs> about the scarlet beast and the woman. And how when we understand here is that what he's, as you were saying, that we're not supposed to be so delusioned in our minds to think um, that it's okay to do wrong and to do what we know we're not supposed to do. And mommy, as you're saying, and deluding ourselves into believing that was actually fun. <laughs> and we see here, <laughs> the Lord was also reminding me of, while we may not, we try to say, well, we don't think like that. The Lord's also reminding me of the various ways I delude myself in saying that my plan would work. And <laughs> that was so wise. Uh-huh. And how I would think that, okay, Lord, I'll take a couple of handfuls of your plan and I'll stick it in my plan, Lord. So that way I'll have your backing behind my plan. And how we get to such a place and some of us, I don't want to say this over everybody, but I know for me, I've gone to such a place in my life where I become slightly angry and say, Lord, what, what happened? You weren't there for me. You didn't help me out. You failed. Uh-huh. Yes. And how being realistic with myself, I can admit that I was doing nothing that the Lord had said. Even uh -huh. my couple of handfuls have been the things that the Lord had said, don't do. That uh -huh. had been what I had taken. Exactly. Ooh. When you were truthful and honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. I've been there. So have I. Mm -hmm. and how when we understand this goes back to walking in wisdom which is all that he's talking about here is that we have to be also get to a point where we can admit what we have done and this is something that we talked about in previous episodes referring to um verses 8 through 14 but we can see here that it just continues as he's talking about wisdom meaning that uh, until we come to the perspective and understanding that nothing that we can do in ourselves is wise or will produce the uh, effect that we want or the outcome that we want, we'll always, always be delusioned and led into a snare. And then um, as you're talking, Mommy, about how intoxicating drinking corrupts your mental function and you're mentally impaired inside your judgments, we also see various reasons why people do it. Sometimes it's so they w that way they can quote unquote get over something because they're going through tough times. That's what they tell themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. But not the reality of it. That's what they tell themselves. Yes. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. And how we do these actions so that way we can feel better about ourselves or just because we want to do them, but then we don't want to look at the outcomes or the consequences. But then I would also like to focus on the later half of that verse where he says, but be filled with the spirit. And the Lord was just reminding me of inside of Acts chapter two, where um, the people that they have been drinking intoxicated drink when they're speaking with tongues, how mm -hmm. that's what they mistaken it for and how the Lord was showing me that for all the various reasons that people do the things that they do, it depends. I know I've done various things for various reasons. Mm -hmm. The Lord can is the one who satisfies everything that we need and actually want in our lives. Um, mommy, when you're talking about nobody says pain is fun and they can say it straight faced and 
not trying to convince himself that it is, mm-hmm. the Lord can satisfy that, meaning that the Lord can give us true fun mm-hmm. and enjoyment that will not bring any pain or have any bones broken or limbs lost. Amen. Because the Lord doesn't de- go like that. He makes that- rich and adds no sorrow with it. I believe that's in Deuteronomy. That's Proverbs 10. 22. Oh, Proverbs? Yes. Okay. Oh, he gives us the power to get wealth. It's Deuteronomy. Amen. But then still, there's no sorrow with it. <laughs> yes. Amen. And there's no hell attached to the other side or lake of fire. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's true. Well, I would like to expound on the scripture we are reading and expounding it to the later verses. Where verses ni- 19, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all the things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. As we can see here, it's not, Paul's not talking about being spiritual and doing the things that seem right to avoid what we've been talking about in these past episodes. It's about allowing the Lord to minister to us and always keeping the Lord inside of our mind. That's what it means by keeping his melody inside of our heart. Well, that's me paraphrasing it, of course. And how one, a couple episodes ago, LaShawn, you mentioned that good, sorry, evil company corrupts good manners. Mm-hmm. And now if we're too busy filling our lives with all these evil things, then we won't be able to actually inherit the things that the Lord wants us to. And we won't be able to grow. And it's not necessarily sinning, but if you're thinking about it, we know that it is sinning. But also, if you're not allowing the Lord to minister to us. And the Lord gave me this example. A couple years ago, we tried to grow potatoes. <laughs> we t- we wouldn't change the water, so in the end, the potatoes went moldy and went bad. That we were trying to grow, that is. Mm-hmm. And the same happens here when we're not allowing the Lord to minister to us freshly. We're not being mm. wise inside of that manner. Amen. Go ahead. We cannot expect the Lord to to give us something new and we can't expect to grow in him will regress amen and what especially with the potato example once the potato grew moldy a it was thrown had to be thrown out or b it had to be revitalized i'd say it had to be fixed up and the state of it previously was this new state was worse than the first state we got it in Never mind the ants that Could were all over the kitchen and the stench. Well, it began to, to stink it. <laughs> Charles, we were shuddering. Mm-hmm. But I mean, God, hey, we know that he can raise the dead. He can give mm-hmm. life to the dead in which he did for us. Amen. And, and when we accepted the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Making he, us a new creation. That's right. Because we were once dead in our trespasses and our sins, but he made us alive together with Christ, right? Through yes, faith mommy. in him. Um so that's a really good that's a really good um, analogy there, and I, I definitely want to explore that some more, because this the word of God is described as a seed, mm-hmm. and we can plant that seed with good intentions and hopes, right? And God plants His word in us, and He hopes and desires that it would grow up and be good and pro- produce fruit. But if we don't keep that seed in the right conditions, if we're not willing to let Him change the water pour this, you know, uh, re-nutri- uh, put new nutrients in the soil or whatever needs to happen to make that particular seed grow, 
then it will die. It will rot. And I mean, if you've ever smelled a moldy potato, it's man. Horrendous. Make your eyes water and <laughs> slightly, slightly angry. You're like, what's the stench? It draws flies, um, fruit flies and all that other kind of stuff to it and makes the environment un unpleasant when God intended it to be a beautiful thing to provide nourishment and to provide mm. seeds to move on to the next phase. And as we were talking about the harvest before, so that's really interesting, really interesting promise. Amen. Amen. Well, there's a lot there, right? That we can examine and allow the Holy Spirit to minister in our lives. So let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for giving us countless examples, Lord, and just giving us the ability and the strength to do what you asked us to do, Lord. And, Lord, I also thank you for giving us the wisdom, Lord, and not allowing us to become foolish, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.